Welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Hello there, and you're very welcome to episode six of Blind Guys Chat. We'd like to thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, stick with us for the next hour or so. We've got a great show. In a while, we're going to talk to Lenore Good about her upcoming adventure. Stuart is not going to talk to us this week about Blind Manor, thank the Lord. <laughs> and uh, Claire is going to talk to us about brackets in Braille. Now, don't forget our email, which is blindguyschat at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at blindguyschat. And our mailing list is tinyurl.com forward slash blindguyschat. How are we doing, guys? Ah, great. Good. Thanks, Oren. Brackets in Braille in Blind Brackets Manor. In Braille. There's a whole lot yeah. of alliteration yeah. there, Oren. Yeah. Brackets. It's really a, a funny thing, you know, brackets in Braille. It's, uh, brackets it's in Braille. A, yeah. Also a good title. No, we are all fine. It's getting chilly a little bit here in uh, the other part of the sea, I would say, the North Sea. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it was uh, fresh, but uh, oh, yeah, it's time of the season, you know. In, in Holland, we have uh, we, uh, one big event. Uh, traditionally, uh, when it's really freezing, uh, well, like... Uh, what is the expression? Like cats and dogs? No, that's raining. But, that's uh, raining. When it's, but when it's really freezing hard, you know, freezing. Uh, Brass uh, monkeys. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, then, the, then we can have, have here an, a skating tour in the north of uh, Holland, in Friesland. And that's the, um, uh, it will f- uh, touch um, the 11 cities in that uh, county. And they are in the province, and um, but now they have decided due to Corona, even when it, the time is really good for you know when it's really good ice on the on the lakes, etc. Then we cannot even do it because of Corona. But already, yeah, the suspicious minds. Eh? We are already thinking now it will be. <laughs> but, but, but but you know, isn't that interesting? Because they kind of say that if you're outdoor with covid it's not that it's safe but it's it's yeah. an awful lot less risk so you'd imagine people skating around on the lakes with yeah, you know but, but keeping this about distance. the crowd eh? it's about yeah. the crowd mm, because yeah, yeah. they will it is uh, it is like carnival then uh, uh, at the uh, at the sides of the of the lakes etc so uh, that's what they cannot really host at this time any news from our, um, you know, the, the the lady who we uh, interviewed about her dog? You know, did she? Eula, uh, no, yeah, no Eula? news so far. I, I, we must get, I must get in contact with her again yeah. shortly. See how Sage is doing. Hopefully, Sage is doing very well and might be back home with her. Yeah, um, I shall, I shall make a point of getting in contact with her, uh, Jan. Yeah, uh, very good. Because uh, we have, um, um, uh, for the due to Corona, we have no. Uh, it's not allowed to do firework with our New Year's Eve this year. So oh, it really? is officially forbidden. So that allows, of course, the illegal uh, ones mm. uh, more and more. Mm. So people are not happy with it at happy all. With that. Yeah. No, but mm-hmm. officially it's not allowed. So I'm, um, I wonder. Of course, the, the, the animal fans, you know, they really appreciate it. But uh, yeah. We'll, well see. of course Jeff will because Jeff likes the yeah, fireworks, Jeff, uh, yeah Jeff will miss it you know like, come on right? I want to go to an yeah. illegal fireworks come on let's go to yeah, a party yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true so yeah we'll see how things will work out 
Now we're going to, uh, Stuart, are you ready to talk about this, this big issue? This, this buy me big app. issue. Well, I suppose just to put this into context, you and I have a have a bit of a uh, not a disagreement, but we have a we have oh, a different okay. opinions about. Okay, it. we're going to have a we're going to have an open discussion, Orin. And I think to explain it to Jan, because put it yeah, into context, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know, I think the first thing I would say is that online shopping, and especially I think during the first lockdown here in Ireland, and I think all over, was really tested to its limits. And those of us who um, rely on it maybe more than most uh, could have found ourselves waiting a long time. I mean, I, I heard about people waiting for major Irish uh, supermarkets here being on, you know, there was a three-week um, waiting list before you could get a slot to have your shopping brought oh, to you. Really? So that's really oh. tough, obviously. I came across an app or a service, I guess they call themselves, called Buy Me. That's B-U-I-M-I-E. And the idea mm-hmm. is that they will... They will bring the shopping to you, but they use they use just people to sign up and go to go into the supermarket to shop for you. So let's say you want uh, to make a bit of money. You um, you sign up on the app and you say, I'm available to do shopping every Friday for six hours from 12 until six. And they say, right, can you go to Stuart Lawler? And then can you go to uh, Orin O'Neill? And then can you go to Jan Blome? And, and they give you um, the... Um, shopping list. Now, yeah. the shopping list at the user's end is done via the iPhone mm-hmm. app, which is not n- not, not hugely accessible. No, no. okay. Uh, now, not accessible. It's 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 not very accessible. And in fact, when I was using okay. it, so I came across this a year. I said about a year and a half ago, and I I couldn't use it at all, so I gave up. And then decided I really should investigate it again uh, during the first lockdown, and had a friend of mine kind of show me how to use it and now it works in that it's very clunky you have to turn voice over on and off quite a bit to do different things and you really have to know oh. the exact part of the screen to press um okay. but it it kind of works and now i'm using it every week to get my shopping and the idea is that they will guarantee shopping within well they say within as little as an hour i've never done it um that close but Generally, if you put through an order at, say, 8 8 a.m., you can have it by lunchtime. So the shopper comes to your door with your shopping, hands over the bags, and that's it, really. But I contacted them because the app was not accessible. And I said, look, there are a couple of problems with this app. And they were very nice, were very polite. They came back and said, look, Mm -hmm. um, accessibility is not on our roadmap at the moment. They're very honest about it, I suppose. That's, a, that's really typical. They said, I've, but, I've encountered but in the future it will be or something. And I was, you know, very polite. And I said, well, look, I need to use the service. And we had a couple of emails back and forth. And um, eventually they said, well, if you would like to ring us or email us with what you would like, we will put it onto the app for you. So I did that for the first week and then I started to explore the app. And as I said, it was a, um, there was a friend of mine who, who helped me and, and we realized, I realized how the app worked. So I started doing it myself. Loads of unlabeled buttons and lots of things to, um, to manage. So it's not something I recommend everyone to try, but the concept behind the thing is really good. Uh, but Oren, you yeah. maybe feel slightly the different. Con- yeah, the concept is... Okay, I agree with you that the concept is... is is good, but it's practical. The practical application sometimes the results aren't what you would expect. Uh, now I have to admit I haven't used the app. Uh, Cloda has used the app, 
and mm-hmm. she finds the same even as a site. Interesting. Okay. She finds the same that it's it's a, it's quite a clunky app, and uh, you can't really um, save. I believe your your week to week kind of groceries. Um, okay. So what she does, what she does, is she copies and pastes it, the groceries from yeah. one week into another, and then that's, deletes that's what she exactly doesn't want. What I do, which is a bit yeah. crazy. But what we have found is it's very hit and miss in terms of the person who has been uh, assigned to do your shopping. Okay. The first week it went very well, and what they they tend to do is if they're in the shop and they're doing the groceries and they come across something that they can't find in the shop. Yeah. And then they call they you. Gen- they call you and they'll oh. say, you know, we don't have such and such. And you might say, okay, leave it. Or if they have an alternative, pick that instead. And that does happen to a certain, ex- to a certain extent. But what we've noticed is particularly with uh, vegetables mm-hmm. is that they're not necessarily picking the mo- the freshest vegetables. That are available. Oh, yeah. So they might just say, you know, mushrooms or tomatoes or whatever, and the tomatoes might be green, uh, and they just pick the tomatoes. They don't pick the, the most ripe uh, yeah, tomatoes. Yeah. And the other thing we found this week was that most of the goods that, that were going into our fridge, let's say uh, sausages and such, like the use-by date oh, yeah. was, was going to be the next day or the day after. Oh, I, I did have that problem uh, with so milk even though, yeah, last week. Yeah, even though Clodagh would put down on the on the notes, and, and uh, yeah, sorry, even though Clodagh would put down on the notes, please uh, select the, the, the longest date possible. Exactly, yeah. Uh, they, they don't seem to. Now, what happened last last Thursday or Friday with us was that the guy who uh, delivered our groceries said that he only saw the note when he was at our house. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's no good. And he just looked... But well, I think no it's good. also a little bit, you know, when you do grocery shopping, you need to look at the use-by date of all the time. Come on. I've been sort of lucky, Oren, in that, and it only happened again on Friday. I've had the same guy on three different occasions, not not three consecutive weeks, but three different times. It turns out he used to live down the road from here and he used to see me walking around all the time. It's funny. He can do it without the So a big shout out to Mario is his name. Um, But he said, so he rang me, the first time he rang me, he was like, you know, I'm calling from by me and I'm in the shop. And he said, so first of all, the good news. And he's a real funny guy. He said, first of all, the good news is I have your beer. Okay, brilliant. Said, now a, <laughs> Sorry, it's for my wife. There's a, there's a few things that are not here. So anyway, um, I've had him two or three times and I've had uh, two other people. So they seem to be regular-ish shoppers in this area who they assign. Um, although I'm not really sure how that works. And I did ask this guy on Friday what store he goes to because the store that they use is quite mm. near me. So um, I think... The more you use it, maybe the better it gets. But I do agree with you about uh, the best before stuff. I had a milk that literally the next day was gone off. I was like, how do they miss those things? But what I plan to do is I'm going to play the blind card. And I'm going to take you up, Stuart, on what they, the By Me uh, people told you, which is to email in. Mm. And I'm going to, at the, at the top of the email, I'm going to say, please only choose the latest mm-hmm. uh the, long, the longest used mm. by date. Yeah. 
and then send in the grocery list by email to see if it is okay and can i just say because i did ask one of my shoppers because i I was kind of curious what it's like from their end so one guy uh, who's not a regular guy but he's a nice guy he was actually carrying stuff in for me because they're not supposed to that's one of the things they used to carry the shopping in pre-covid they're not allowed to do that anymore but this guy arrived to me and he said there's three bags he said you're not going to be able to bring this stuff in and i was very glad he said it and he said of course i'll bring it in for you and i said to him how you know how are you getting on he said oh i'm doing a few more and he was explaining to me that he was doing my shopping he was also doing two other people's shopping at the same time and then he was going out with all that shopping to the different houses so he had he had come to me last so he's filling up three trolleys mm. or three baskets or whatever way it works what happens if you've got frozen goods in i well maybe he prioritizes I, I don't know i i actually did have some frozen stuff but it was okay and i know he, they just used cars maybe they have boxes i i didn't ask him about that maybe we could get i could probably get my guy on the show there, there's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him if he's yeah. shopping. But I, you might get some free but, food. But but the concept <laughs> is really good because putting Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, the concept <laughs> is really good because they're linked to three major retailers here. Uh, yeah, three. Yeah. And the uh, the idea behind it is really good. But uh, Oren, you're you're right, and obviously things like that they have to so you know they should read the notes. And I do like the idea that they call you, um, although. One time that didn't happen for me and there was something missing. So I think, and then they just have to get the accessibility right. And they will, they will yeah. say they're a small team. Um, they did get a startup grant from, um, from a state body here in Ireland. And I was going to take that up with the state body, but uh, it didn't get to that point. But look, have a look at it. Buy me on the App Store and the Play Store. Okay. Yeah. Here in Holland, we are using, or I, we are using here Picnic, and that is an accessible app. Oh. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy to do the, the groceries, and I'm also, yeah, seeing the, um, the, the, the prices good, etc. Although the same, what you experience, we have not a nice weekly uh, yeah, list, you, have to, you know, so yeah. you need to do it all mm. over again. Yeah. And that's one recommendation we like to make. All right, shall we uh, yeah. hear from Claire? Yeah. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Now it's time for my favourite bit of the podcast. It's the Braille Bite with Claire Whelan. Claire, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you, Oren? I'm all right. I'm just ticking over. Ah, you poor little thing, you. Ah, you don't care. Tick tock, tick tock. (laughs) Got all your Christmas shopping done, yeah? Just waiting to stuff the turkey. <laughs> there's not very not much mention of the turkeys. I don't eat turkey anyway. But there's not much mention of, you know, get your turkey early this year. <laughs> so we don't know what's going on. They're all know? in a queue trying to get out the gate. Poor turkeys. Anyway, let's talk about Braille. We're talking about two things again this week. <clears throat> this week and one is about, uh, is it about brackets, I think you said? Yes, uh, square brackets and round brackets that have changed. It's a bane of my life, brackets. Yes, yeah, and mine too. That's why I'm just, I want to talk about these and just get rid of them. Um, uh, and to be honest, I can't really remember what they were in SCB. And I said I wasn't going to mention SCB, but here I am mentioning it. But, um, <laughs> um, the square brackets. Yeah. Uh, dot four and six. And the, and the, G H contraction and then the close them is four six and uh, AR contraction. Yes, or yeah, yeah. And um for in the beginning when I was you know, had when the when the changeover was they were, as you say, a bane in your whatever. 
Um, I couldn't get used to them. Uh, so I just said I'd go through these. They're very similar. The round bracket is uh, 46.5 and the GH and to close them is uh, 46.5 and the AR contraction. So they're very similar. And I really, to me, they're there for a reason, but I don't know what the reason is. I know the change is there, but... Um, and we have to accept what they are. But I, I don't know. I think there's more in them than was in the SEB, you know. So, but, I mean, as I say, in every class, we have to get used to them. So the round brackets and the square brackets, I'm not too keen on them. I was reading an email this week, actually, and I didn't know we were going to talk about this uh, today, but I did come across uh, within the email the um, round brackets as you're calling them the, the app, and it took me ages because I hadn't read anything recently that had open brackets and closed brackets, yeah. and I just couldn't remember. Uh, I you know, it was it was four or six and the GH sign, and then on the other side it was the four six and the AR sign, and I could not make it out. Uh, yeah, I could not yeah. remember for the life of me, so I had to go and look it up in my in my Braille reference app. Yeah, I think there's too much in them, but once you get, once you, again, as I keep repeating, the more you read them, the more you get them. But um, they're very similar, the round and the square, except for a dot five, you know, after that four, six, the dot five then, and then the GH and the RH when you have to close them. Uh, it's... You know, the, the more you the more you do it, the more you get it. But yeah. they are, I don't think I'm fond of them at all. Okay. All right. All right. Well, as you say, you only, let's move away from them as quickly as possible. Yes, please. <laughs> now, the now, other one I you want to do was what? The COM. I missed that one when I was starting off with the easy ones, you see. So the COM, say the word com, C-O-M-E, mm-hmm. um, you would have in... The CEB is uh, three and six, and then you put in your E, you'd have your E. So now you have to spell out the C O M E. You know, anywhere you see a C O M, you spell it out. So that's an easy one. So, all oh, right, okay. Yeah. So that would have, yeah, yeah. that would have been a nice one to keep, I thought. I thought too, but you know, again, there's reason for everything. So, who are we to question why? <laughs> said that very nice, didn't I? You did, you said that wonderfully. <laughs> As I say every week, it's, I don't think it's about shortening, you know, this, uh, it's just more practical probably for a lot of, uh, again, as in print, do as in print mostly. Yeah. So that's the reason why a lot of them, but the brackets, we won't talk about them. We won't talk about it ever again. <laughs> ever, ever, ever again, Oren. But um, I just want to say this, Oren, I hope I'm making sense to a lot of people out there, you know, even if they, you know, get one thing I'm saying, you know, and understand it. I think there's no it's, doubt in that. The, 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 as I said to you the last time, the feedback you're getting is, is fantastic. Everybody loves the Braille Bite. Um, and I don't think people will be saying they, lo- they love the Braille Bite unless they were getting it, unless they were understanding what you're, yeah. what mm-hmm. you're on about each, each, uh, each week, well, each fortnight. I think, as I said to you before, this is a very good item on the podcast. And okay. I'm very glad we're doing it. But I'm also very happy we're getting rid of close, square brackets and roundy brackets okay so they're the they're the two for this week they're the two for this week now get rid of them and that's it yeah okay well look i know you've got to go and uh buy a turkey uh, and get ready for for the christmas 
<laughs> and get the cranberry sauce. Um, you like to get yourself ready early, I know you do. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much like that, you know, very fussy. Okay, well, listen, thanks very much for okay, this week's Braille Bite, and we okay. will see you again in a fortnight. Okay, Oren, take care, right? Tell everybody I said hello. I will. Bye. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Hate brackets. Ah, the poor L brackets. But you see that those low G's that were all we ever had in the old SEB code. Did you want to know why the dots, why the COM is gone, by the way? Go on, yeah, you're a starter for well, 10. Yeah. It just mix ups, mi- mixes up with the minus or the dash or the hyphen sign, call it what you like. Again, it would be uh, inconsistent or it would cause it would it would potentially cause confusion if it's if it's found in a word. So uh they decided to get rid of that. Of course, the, of course, the middle okay. C is still there for C-O-N, as in connect. C-O-N, yeah. C-O-N's, yeah. C-O-N's gone. Yeah. Well, I think I'll write a letter of complaint there to you somebody. Go. Ah. Write it to the, yeah. write it to the who, Times. But I'll write a letter of complaint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> copy, copy Claire. Copy Claire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's lovely. She's good. What are we doing next? TV. Oh, I know what we're doing next. Yeah. We're doing TV. Which we have to come up with a name for. I think we need a, a name and a So, jingle. any of our listeners want to help so. suggest that? Maybe that should be down to the listener. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, is yeah, the yeah. What is the slot called? And then we will help us with a jingle, our ideas for a jingle. Put them on a postcard, and we'll have a look at them. Don't yeah. don't literally <laughs> put don't them on a postcard. We can't read postcards. Are we going to read it on a postcard? I just sent it in braille postcard. Maybe. Oh yeah. Make sure it's in UEB. If you're using brackets, be careful. Yeah. So <laughs> make sure, make sure yeah. Right yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but but uh, did you already start uh, with the crown? Uh, yes. Because uh, I'm I'm really curious it's, your experience. It's re- so it's it's really good. Uh, I started it yeah. last week and I watched. I'm trying to you know drip feed myself rather than watch the whole thing. So I watched two episodes oh. last week. I watched three this weekend. Gone. Uh, so it's very good. Obviously, we're in the early eighties. Um, so you have Charles and Diana, and you have Margaret Thatcher. Oh. You have things like the Falklands okay. War. I, I won't say too much, but it's really, really good. Uh, yeah, we haven't got that far. We only watched the second episode okay. last night, mm-hmm. uh, which was basically about the, the kind of the courtship of Diana and uh, yes. Charles. Okay, um, clearly they're, they're clearly they're going to get married. Um, oh. Oh. But I, yeah, did you not know that? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but I tell you who, who I think is very good, uh, just for the voice. Um, I don't know what, what, what she looks like in character, but Gillian Anderson doing uh, Margaret Thatcher. I uh, have heard good, she I has think. pretty much received unanimous praise for her portrayal of Margaret Thatcher. It, she's, I, I agree. Mm. Now, some, I read something and someone said, oh, she's, she's, uh, she's almost over-dramatizing the voice. But no, I think she's very, very good. Only problem I found this year, and I think you, well, let's see what you think, Stuart. The audio description is wonderful, as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Victoria uh, Hicks, Veronica it? Hicks. Yeah, hats off to Veronica fantastic Hicks. voice, and I, be- I believe, Oren, and you you probably know much more about this, but she scripts it herself. She writes the script and then voices it. Wow, very good. Well, Indeed. why shouldn't she? We should get her on the show. She's That's very what good. We do as well. Yeah, we should talk to her. But, but, but yeah, 
only thing I've noticed this year is, uh, and particularly with the second episode, and it wasn't so much music, there was a lot of scenes uh, they were doing in most of the, the episode. Big noise. Was focused in Balmoral, ba- yeah. is that what it's called? Up yeah. in where the, the, the castle up there. And there were jeeps and that coming in. They're all, they're out stalking for deer and that. And during the audio description, when the those jeeps would be coming into the courtyard or something, even the doors opening and closing and, and walking, people walking back into the castle. It was just too loud compared to the audio description, that, which okay. was beautifully described. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And you'll you'll find more of that as you go through. There's some, because obviously, you know, the crown is it's full of big music as well. It's, you know, big score. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of sound mm. later on in the show and it, they do it very well, of course. But yes, the audio description is sometimes almost drowned out. And it's a pity because she does it so well and she yeah. voices it so she well. Does. She's, I think, one of my favourite audio describers we're also watching uh little little fires everywhere which i think is produced by reese witherspoon um it's based on a, on a novel and it's on amazon prime and we've watched a couple of episodes of those as well and again where there's music and there's a lot of music in it um it seems to be based in 1997 so they're playing a lot of the, the music that would have been popular uh, in that year. And again, the audio description has kind of been drowned out a little bit. Then you have the other side of it. And I've seen some shows where they duck them, where they, 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 um, they, they bring the sound re- way, way down for the audio describer. And it almost takes away from the show. And it's how Absolutely. do you get yeah. that in yeah. between? And uh, I have to say, yeah. it's rare I find it to be consistent throughout a show or an episode. Hi, but it's good that you are on a part of a research then, Oren, because you are an, uh, yeah, a user yourself and you are also part of the technical team probably or whatever. So, so, so yeah, probably you well, should more have uh, people who um, rely on it also be uh, pulling those uh, buttons, you know? Is there maybe a danger that people feel, well, look, I'm just happy. I'm lucky to be getting the audio description at all. They don't want to be kind of. That's. I, I feel. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel there is. That also, you know, using the computer in the old days, in the nineties, you know, you were happy with the with the Apollo speech synthesizer. Oh, you remember know? the Apollo? Yeah. And, and, I can the you Apollo. imagine? Yeah, but, but uh, come on, uh, the robotic, and now it's humanized voices. <laughs> and so, but do people use audio docking uh, sometimes? Also, no, I don't like it. No, well, the same also with audio description. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think this is, a, this is a topic that will go on and on for a yeah. while. Until but anyway, basically, right. Watch the Crown is great. A little Fires, watch I'm going to try that. Uh, I'm, I'm very, yeah. I can't focus on more than one show at a time. Um, so I'm, when, when The Crown is finished, uh, Little Fires. And there's an episode, I think we mentioned on the last show, uh, uh, Servant is coming, se- season two is coming to oh, yeah. uh, the Apple oh. TV platform. The Apple TV, um, okay. Yeah. I think they're going to release that week by week. So you'll get a new episode every Friday. Yeah. Mm. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, shall we Let's have our go. next item? Yep, great. Now, in February of next year, our next guest is going to be doing a little climbing. Well, I say a little climbing. She's actually going to climb over 5,800 metres. Lenore Good is going to climb Kilimanjaro and she is raising money for not one, but actually three charities. Lenore, how are you? Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah. (laughs) 
with an exciting topic today, to be yeah. honest. Very yeah. delighted yeah. to talk about it. What yeah. has driven you to this madness of going yeah. up the mountain? Um, I, it was always in my mind that I wanted to do it. And then last year when we got accepted for an assistance dog and I was up in the guide dogs for the week doing my training, um, I just decided that I would do it. Um, uh, it also kind of coincided with my 40th birthday, maybe a midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> 40, I was thinking I'll do 40 or 40 things. So that okay. was one of them. Um, but yeah, that was kind of where I came in. I said if I was going to do it, I'd do it for charity. And those three particular ones um, have done a lot for my family. So I kind of just wanted to give back. That's kind yeah. of where it came from. What are the three charities you're going to be raising money for? There's the Irish Sky Dogs. Um, Shine Centre for Autism, that's in Carrigline and Cork, and uh, Sonnus Junior Special School in Carrigline and Cork. It's the only kind of special school in Cork for ages three to six. Um, so it kind of gives them like two years of independent skills kind of, before they kind of go on to, you know, um, primary school or special school settings, depending on the child. Why did you choose um, those three charities? Okay, well, with the Shine Centre for Autism, um, it's... Uh, provides kind of free advocacy services for families nationwide and it also has an early learning unit for uh, kids aged three to six um, it kind of provides counseling for parents sibling workshops who have you know siblings with autism who don't maybe get as, as much kind of attention as they need and it's just kind of a wealth of information but people a lot of people don't know about it um, and they are they're just amazing and two of my children have gone there to school ah. and then Sonnis and then Sonnis Junior Special School. My son has just left there after two years and my daughter has just started. So I, I kind of see firsthand what they do. Um, like my son is speaking now. He was nonverbal when he started. You know, it's helping them to, to dress themselves, you know, to be independent. It's, it's not really about the academic stuff. It's just helping them to kind of cope and function. Um, yeah. before they start kind of in a primary school. And then with the guide dogs, then just the work is phenomenal with the dogs. Like we only have our assistance dog a year and like I can't even remember what life was like without her. She's just yeah. changed all of our lives, not even just, she was matched with Bodhi. I just have, I have one son and I have five daughters. So she was matched with Bodhi. But yeah. the impact that she's had on all the rest of us is just, I didn't kind of anticipate that. You have a busy family then. Yes, I have a big family. Oh my kids. God! You yeah. and, and a dog, and and um, you know, we always are curious. What is the name of the dog? Yes, Ebby, E B B I, Ebby. Okay. Yeah. And, and and what is the brand uh, type? You know that Larry and also Chef uh, can a uh, little bit uh, familiarize with her. She is cross lab retriever. She's actually one of twelve, and the rest of her siblings are working as guide dogs or assistance dogs. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic! All twelve. Yeah. Wow. I love the name. There was that's two. There was two visually impaired girls in with the week when I was doing the training, and both of her siblings have gone oh. with them now. I, I saw that's them post up on Facebook. Runs oh, in the family. Sorry. Runs in the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, but no, what just, is the dog helping you with then? Because uh, we well we 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 wouldn't be able to leave the house. We would have to stay at home. My husband works um, kind of four, 12 hour shifts a week and I stay at home. Um, but like during the summer, we live beside the beach, but we can't go out because one, my daughter is, um, she'll just go straight for the water. She's a flight risk. Um, my son is getting that little bit older that he kind of understands what's going on. 
But like we've never been to the restaurant, we've never been to a cinema, we've never been on a holiday together. Um, so we just kind of wanted to try and do those things. When we got Ebby, my son turned around and said, can I go for a walk? He's never asked me to go for a walk. So like that was huge oh. for us. Um, if he has a meltdown and he gets totally overwhelmed, first thing he'll do is ask for Ebby. So she'll go and sit with him in the car and instantly it's just like, you know, he's kind of zoning out. Um, oh. My oh. daughter is nine and she doesn't sleep on her own. And since we've Ebby, Ebby sleeps with her and she sleeps no problem. I was very sick in April and um, I said she was like glassy. She woke my husband at three in the morning because I had a very bad fever. And uh, she slept outside my door for two weeks. Oh. For two weeks? Wow. Yeah. So she just, oh. She's a she very just, just tuned into each one of us, yeah. My husband wouldn't have done the training part or um, I suppose he was a bit apprehensive about a dog coming in thinking like, you know, there's six kids, there's like yeah. three under six. <laughs> I can imagine. Are we adding to this? Like, yeah. But the minute that she came into the house, I could see his whole kind of demeanour changed because he saw instantly there was like, what he took to her. She was, wasn't gentle. She wasn't hyper. Um, she was just totally chilled out like himself. So laid back there horizontal and uh, she just kind of slotted in. I think if, if another dog had come in, it wouldn't have worked. No. She yeah, was just, the matching you know, process she was just, is very yeah, interesting, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. I even said like when we were there, it's like they matched the dogs to our personalities, but yeah. the kids' needs. Um, but the application, the um, process where we had to all go up to the Sky Dog Centre so they could meet us and see what we were all like. Meet the whole family. <laughs> it was like something out of a Carry On film. <laughs> really? I had, my four-year-old was jumping straight over my head into a plastic dog bed that was full of these small plastic balls that were going up into the air. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby yeah, was yeah. sitting in the, the baby was sitting across the room screaming, crying. And the trainer had brought in two girls from Canada who'd like to sit in to witness what a, a oh. process was like. Yeah. And then... Bodhi, the, the dog was quite a big dog. And then we went for a walk. It was like um, a sponsored walk. It was about 18 of us, you know, <laughs> following Bodhi doing his little attachment walk um, and back in. But she said, though, like, if she didn't see it like that at its worst, as its craziest, then she wouldn't be able to match us. If yeah. she came mm. home, if she came to my house and they were all sitting on the iPads or watching the telly and quiet, she'd give me a dog that wouldn't work at all. Yeah. yeah. So she needed to see the madness to see exactly what you know it could be like. Right. And I, I like the dogs. Like half the time she just goes, "Oh, so you know, <laughs> oh God, she's had this. We better move her, move yeah. her into a room, like give her a bit of time off." Um, yeah. But no, but, you know, it's, it's she slotted right into the chaos. But then I understand the reason why you took those uh, charities, and also did uh, yeah. uh, uh, this charity? How, how can we? Because that is always um, the case. How can we sponsor it? I have a donate page. Um, it's www.ifundraise.ie forward slash twenty k for Kiliman J. I initially set out thinking that we'd raise twenty grand, but we're almost at thirty eight now. Wow. Um, wow, that's fantastic. I'm going to try and keep the link going like when we're over there and get my daughter to kind of post up updates of kind of where we are and um, where we're going on to next kind yeah. of each day. Lenore, um, can, I, can I ask you, how do you yeah. prepare for that? Yeah. Maybe uh, both mentally and physically. Have you had to do a lot of training or how has that been for the last couple of months? There's a lot of research goes into it because number one, 
there's a lot of kind of um, tour operators and tour guides that you can go with. And then there's a lot of different routes. So some are much easier and some are harder than others. We chose the um, nine, it's, it's called the 11 day route, but we'll actually be on the mountain for nine days. But we're actually going to round it like a semi, like a, a spiral, as opposed to going up. We're going to be taking it really handy, very slow, and we have like a 90% chance of getting to the top. You will have kind of health checks twice a day, any signs of any altitude sickness, you're bought straight back down. You know, they don't mess around. No. Um, we chose this crowd who have a really good reputation. Um, one of the guides has kind of done it 400 times. Well, wow. apparently, like you listen to him, and he'll get you. Yeah, oh my you to him and he'll get you to the top. I'd say you'll yeah. be in safe hands like, with that guy. Yeah. yeah. You see, the the thing is, over there, what happens is all of these um, people arrive at the gate for Kilimanjaro um, and are waiting to be picked out to do the route by whoever is doing the tour. So you have to make sure that whoever you're going with, that those people are being paid and looked after, because yeah. a lot of them aren't. Um, so like there's no sleeping in a tent there's no you know what I mean so you just have to make sure that you know the people that are going up to do the job are being paid and looked after yeah. and everything is above board yeah. Yeah. so that was kind of important to me I was chatting to a friend of mine a number of years ago and he did Kilimanjaro but he was always telling me about the last night because you apparently yeah. you, you, you walk through the night to get to the top yeah. and I'm sure you will be doing this to see the sunrise yep. on Kilimanjaro oh. yeah. that must be and I'm, it might be very interesting to talk to you about this when you come back, but that must be yeah. an amazing, amazing yeah. thing to experience. Um, I think I think that's day eight. So we arrive to whatever campsite we're staying at, like early in the day, you go to bed early and they wake you up at 12 or 1 and you start your climb. But this climb is hard basically because it's it's straight up. Yeah. Um, also, it's the coldest part of the mountain and you're climbing overnight and yeah, you hit you hit the top at sunrise. Um but also, like, I've also heard so much stories about, you know, the kind of bonds you make with the people. Like, these people are looking after you. Um, mm. You know, they're minding you. You know, they're they're even singing, like, to keep you going, you know. Um, the memories and the the experience is meant to be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I, like, I have the three charities in mind, but I'm also doing it, like, for other things, you know. Um, a friend of mine died last year, so I have her ashes. <laughs> Oh. Um, do you know like I have li- all little oh things to yeah. do it like sure. I have three charities and I have a lot of kids and I have a lot of people kind of who have got behind me yeah. um, on social media so they'll be all watching the journey too because you're also collecting for an orphanage in, in Tanzania aren't you yeah I, I initially thought that like there, there's 300 kids and like they just asked for used black shoes and pencil sharpeners and erasers and maybe one or two footballs and skipping ropes and I have got, I'm standing in my sitting room right now and there is 600 pairs of shoes. What? There's over 2,000 2, pencils. I have 100 skipping ropes. I have 55 footballs. The, the place is just bananas with stuff. And how um, are you going to get all I, this over to Tanzania? Yeah. At the moment, I'm talking to... Um, we could I, go. I'm in... I know, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> what happens in Tanzania is if you send anything over, they hold on to it until the recipient pays tax. Mm. That's how they make their money. Um, and it's not they don't do that in other parts of Africa. It's just Tanzania. So a lot of people say, don't send me anything. Don't, you know. Mm. So at the moment, yeah. I'm trying to uh, sort it out with Simon Coveney to get on to them and see what I can do to make sure that these people get the stuff because it's kind of gone... It's kind of 
kind of a mission now of mine that the kids get the stuff, you know, because there's so much work gone into it. How big is the group that you're going to climb the, Kil- uh, the Kilimanjaro? Um, there's just four of us booked. There's okay. myself and my daughter. and okay. um, But they can actually take 12 people, you know, so if yeah, yeah. another person decides to go on that date, yeah. yeah. And how many um, people will guide you then and, and um, carry we'll you? We have, there'll probably be maybe 20 of them and then there'll be two porters then with each of us walking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so there could so, be a caravan about about thirty or forty people. Yeah. So I'm I'm just thinking, um, Lenore. You know, you say there's there's four of you. Uh, there's plenty of space. Uh, Oren, I think. Yeah. You should put your name forward there. Come on. Yep. Oh, sure, why not? Plenty of let's, time. Let's volunteer Oren to yeah. climb Kilimanjaro. Yep. If you think Oren should get in touch, do that. Get in touch with us on the podcast. I think only if Larry can plenty come. Plenty of plenty of time now. Come on, plenty Oren. Of time. Yeah, plenty. Of, I, we will, and Jan <laughs> yeah. and I will be here to support you from afar. You'll be right behind of course, me. Yeah. Yeah, well. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but will it be also live coverage, uh, uh, Lenore? Will it be on uh, on internet? What normally happens is. I'll have coverage kind of in the orphanage and stuff um, but when we go on the mountain I'll, re- I'll try and record as much of the journey as I can but I mm-hmm. probably won't be able to put anything up until we get down. What normally happens yeah. is that the guys radio back to their office on the ground to say like we're after reaching yeah, so and so and then they post it up on their Facebook page or their Instagram oh, page. Right. Okay. What kind of temperatures are you expecting? It will be very, very cold. Um, um, it could be like, well, we will be more than minus 20 um the you start off you go through like five different um climates you start off in the rainforest you work your way up and then you get to the arctic like the glacier and the snow right so yeah you have to take so, everything so you've got a woolly hat anyway you've got a you've got well, a, pair of have a headlamp <laughs> um have a headlamp uh long johns uh thermal gloves um yeah, things like that. Because someone was even saying that they tried to take a picture at the top of their phone, their phone froze, like as in oh. ice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And how, at this stage, you're, you're doing it in February. You, you can yep. tell us, because we're the only ones who listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you actually feeling about it now? Are you excited? Are I'm you nervous? Or? Scared? Um, no, I, you know what? Uh, last week, there was three other people meant to go and they all pulled out on me one by one. And I started to get really, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Um, but I knew I wasn't giving up. I knew I was going. And I also knew I had like the orphanage depending on me and stuff. So then my, my daughter stepped in to say she'd do it. But I was thinking, oh, gee, you know, like we only have a couple of weeks till this has to be paid. It has to be paid in full like by the 20th of December. And it's kind of like nearly 4,000 euros. There's no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. So all my followers on social media raised 5,000 euros in five days for Shay to go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But what we're going to do is myself and Shay are going to do a skydive in December. Um, <sighs> that was our way of doing the sponsor, getting the sponsorship money for her to go. So we have that booked pending that restrictions lift. Um, okay. Because there was no way I was going to ask people for money without us doing something, you know. Do you know, gonna I think it would be thrown out of a plane. Yes, exactly. And I have to note, I'm more nervous of that than doing Kilimanjaro. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I prefer yeah. to do the climb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it would exactly. be lovely to link in with you when you come back because yeah, it'd be great for sure. to hear what it was yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really great. I know. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Oh, I just sure. hope now. I'll just get all this stuff sorted for 
to send over and that will be a huge kind of weight off my shoulders and then I can be able to focus on looking forward to actually doing it then. As you say, it'll get you get you out of the house for for a couple of weeks. Anyway. It'll get me out for a small while <laughs> anyway. Nice. I get a small break. <laughs> yeah, and I won't and I won't have to cook for two weeks. So that's major <laughs> bonus. Yeah, it's great to have somebody cook for you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I won't know what to do it myself. <laughs> um, okay. But we'd love to hear from you when you when you do come back and when you've when you've done yeah. the skydive and when you've done the climb. I think oh, yeah. uh, we'd love to have you yeah. come back on the podcast if you if you'd be willing, because we'd love to hear all about it. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much. Right, we hope that a lot of listeners will, uh, yeah, uh, visit your uh, homepage again, and then uh, yeah, just give us the homepage again. Uh, yeah. The the um, which well, if we they go to my if they go to my social media, it's out in the sticks with six. Okay. Um, out in the out sticks with six, the and then all the inf- six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on Instagram and Facebook, so everybody, so all of the details and and the links and okay. stuff are up on that. Let's make sure people get following, and we'll we'll tag yeah. it as well in our. And we would do it on our Twitter machine, exactly. uh, Stuart. On, on the tweet yeah. machine, Jan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. oil machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oil in it. Oh, oil, yeah. loads oh. of oil. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks. Oh, we really Lord. wish you well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we really good luck with the first of all. Good luck with the skydive. Yeah, uh, that's I know. Yeah, the five <laughs> dead. Yeah, one day at a time. Yeah. 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 yeah, and uh, yeah, we really hope to have you back on. But we do wish you honestly you're, you're the best for for this trip. It's phenomenal what you're doing, given you know you're such a large family and you're giving up your time to do this for for these three charities. It's it's fantastic, and uh, I do, I definitely think Stuart should do it. Um, <laughs> no, no, is, I put you forward. He's, he's up there in his penthouse apartment, so he's got the altitude sickness worked out <laughs> already. So he should be okay. So right. thank you very much for okay. coming on the podcast, uh, and uh, we hope out of this you'll get a few more uh, donations. Well, a lot more donations, and it all goes very you. well for you in February. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you so many guys. Oh, that's great. brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. It is, uh, um, on top of the yeah, world. Don't forget the Twitter at, uh, at Blind Guys Chat um, is the Twitter. And please, please, if you can, put your hand in your pocket and Out in the uh, make a donation. For six. Out in the for sticks. Six. Yeah. At six. Okay, Mr. Lawler, hang head on, over to that on, piano. Don't break your back this right, time like you did, right, you did right, last right, week. Right, it's a long right. way. Oh, sorry, I didn't have the piano turned on. I had to, and he's not sorry. getting any younger. Right. Piano, the piano is <laughs> no. on. Sorry, I should have turned on the piano before we started the show, but it didn't. Okay. Anyway, we're we're on. Right. Are you uh, ready? Yes. Yes. Are yeah. You, you're sure yeah. now. <laughs> Here we go. Clodagh's here to read your emails out. I'm blind guys, I'd love to hear from you and what you're all about. I'm blind guys, get in touch and give us all your news. It can be good or bad, just let us have your views. We swear we'll read them out and we'll give you a shout. I'm blind, blind. guys, Boys. chat. Yeah. Beautiful harmonies. <laughs> Beautiful harmonies. Thank you very much, guys. Hello, I wonder will, uh, when Hi. Miss. Hi, Hello, Clara. Hey. That, that never gets old. I gotta tell you, I love it. <laughs> so I just. I'm curious when we uh, win the Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. So we got on. a yeah, we got a little bit. Of, I got a yeah. feedback from a listener. 
Um, I just want to mention this very briefly before we go into Cloda's emails. I got a feedback from a listener who was talking about the Christmas jingle for Cloda. And of course, we have uh, we have two more shows after this one before Christmas. And my intention was to put Cloda's Christmas jingle on the last show, which Don't is put the just before Christmas. <laughs> but this listener has suggested that perhaps we do two jingles. Uh, so have a Christmas jingle on the next show and have one on the show after. So that is currently being worked on. Wow. Mm. That's well, impressive. Keep us I'll posted. keep you posted. <laughs> and next year we'll have yeah. our album. <laughs> <laughs> album of Cloda's yeah. Jingles. <laughs> yeah. Great idea. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Hello, Cloda. Have we got emails? We have emails. Yes, we do. Mm. I'll, just, I'll dive straight in. Do, um, go on. We have more fan mail for Claire. Hey. Um, I know. It's all about Claire. I'll tell you, she's got she's got more fans than anyone else put together. Um, Dermot Connolly from Donamid asks, uh, "Where do I go if I'm interested in learning Braille? And um, would you recommend paper or electronic slash Perkins or Braille display for someone starting out? And is there really a difference? And then I'll ask you the third part in a minute. If you can answer those two first. So where do you go to learn Braille? I suppose yeah. um, there are a couple of resources. Uh, one that's very good is a whole reading series called Fingerprint, um, available from uh, the RNIB in the UK uh, or the National Council for the Blind here in Ireland. And the National Council for the Blind also can support Braille learning, so definitely give them a call. I don't know how you guys feel on the whole Braille display or reading on paper question. It's very interesting when you talk to people about this. Mm. Yeah. If, um, I'm a little bit on the fence okay. at the moment. Well, so my view on it is, for what it's worth, when I'm presenting, um, and I know I hear lots of stories about people who go with their Braille displays and hang the Braille display around their neck and all that, for fluency of reading, even with things that pan automatically, for fluency of reading, I still can't beat braille on paper for me personally yeah. uh, saying that i was talking to somebody mm. a couple of years ago was telling me a story that he had his notes in braille and he left it down in a seat and he was speaking later on at a conference at, on, at, at the conference he was at and somebody sat on his seat and cr- uh, the braille got crushed so he had to try to frantically oh. but i for me yeah for, for me yeah sorry uh, for me it is paper braille for that kind of stuff um, but there's yeah. been some very interesting research done and there's a really good article I will try to find for the next edition of the show, perhaps, uh, that talks about reading on paper Braille versus Braille technology and okay. how different types of content or subject matter are better suited to one over the other. And of course, there's some very obvious ones like maths and music and, you know, where there is kind of multi, mm-hmm. multi-line Braille. But probably, well, you know, paper might be cheaper to start with, would it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You, you can't beat yeah. a Perkins. And you can double space it. You can double space it. it and so. you can obviously use the old, as they call it, slate and stylus as well, if you want to learn to use that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's really, is that the oh, one yeah. we have to do it back to front or a mirror? It is, it no, is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but, but you will be amazed how how fast people can do that. My God, when my time in Nigeria, my, I was so I surprised. They, agree they, with they, you. They, were, they rush over it. I, my God. They, they, yeah, they, I was I oh, was yeah, at yeah. an event before, and there was a lady using a slate and stylus, and she was she was she was as quick and possibly quicker than anyone else taking notes on their braille display or, wow. or Perkins or keyboard. Oh, incredible! Yeah. Incredible! That's so impressive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, we're running short on time. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, so can, can Braille be used for slang? Work, WFH meaning working from home, or do you have to write no, the whole thing? I think, I think my, my very quick answer to that, sorry guys, you guys can is use it whatever way you want. If, if, it's, it's, it's just yeah. like print, you know, LOL, OMG, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> but make sure to oh, use yeah. the letter sign. We might talk about that in the future. Well, I hope, hope that helps uh, Dermot Connolly yeah. out. Hope so, yeah. And thanks very much. Yeah, well, we do one more quickly. Oh, do you have time? Okay, great. Very quick. Terry Cotter in Blackrock and Cork asks, Hello, Terry. Do, a- do ATMs in the Netherlands have audio output? Here in oh. Cork, machines have, the ATMs have headphone jacks, but the audio assist doesn't seem to be working. Enter yeah. your pin. Yeah. Uh, enter your pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ATM they, they, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. They? Yeah. Some people oh, wow. don't, some people okay. do, but, but uh, and they all, um, the majority have all Braille markers on it. That's also, but mm-hmm. to be honest, it has been a while since I've went to the ATM. You know, that is. Um, yeah, you get your butler. Yeah, I'm here. So, so now here. you yeah. you do wireless um, or, or a contactless uh, pinning. You know, that is. Uh, yeah, you sure. you. Can I can I tell my my really yeah? quick uh, or my really quick joke about <laughs> joke the braille again. on the ATM? Uh, well, I don't know if it's. I think it was a kind of a serious thing, but it, it got turned into a joke. That we're talking about braille on the ATM, a big organization in the states. Um, um, uh, we're talking about Braille on ATMs, and apparently the first place they put Braille on ATMs was drive-through ATMs. Drive-through in the states. <laughs> yeah, so you, you drive through and you lean out the window. Oh, <laughs> so American. Well, apparently. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't know how true that is, but I remember reading it. Sure. Kind of no, okay. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll book it. That yeah, was good. Yeah. But if we're going in our driverless yeah. cars in the future, at least we know there's an ATM we can use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm sorry we didn't have uh, too much time for Braille, uh, for emails this week. No, uh, next time. But I absolutely will promise we'll give you the full hour on the full next hour. podcast. Full hour. With another jingle. jingle. Yeah. <laughs> so thank oh, you very no. much for listening to us. And don't forget, the email is blindguyschat at gmail.com. Send us in an email and you can even send us an audio message if you like and the tweet Twitter machine. tweet machine is uh, at blind guys chat and our mailing list is tinyurl.com forward slash blind guys chat and we will see you in two weeks time yep. thank you okay. for listening bye bye thank you bye <laughs>